Hey, it's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio, welcoming you to another edition of People of Distinction. The talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org, for more info, or you can email me directly at benji at alcoleenterprises.com. On the line with us today, we have Pat Hagen. We're going to be discussing her new book, Abbott's Rabbit, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Pat was brought to People of Distinction today by some of the best movers in the business, Authors Press Publishing. If you have a book that you'd like moved, got to move it through Authors Press. You can find them at AuthorsPress.com. And guys, listen, you know, I'm so excited to have Pat here on the line with us because, you know, the book that we're going to be discussing today, although at first glance, when you look at it, may seem like a children's book, right? And we're going to discuss all the, the ways on which it can be perceived as a children's book, but some people actually believe it isn't. Really, the underlying theme is something that's so applicable, and so universal. Um, what's wonderful about the book Abbott's Rabbit is really it's all about acceptance, regardless of differences. And I mean, listen, if that's not a theme that you can get behind, uh, you know, w- what are we doing here? You know, what we love to discuss here at People of Distinction is really connecting everything always back to our human family. And what is more human than accepting others? regardless of differences, regardless of background, regardless of communities that way. So it's such a powerful message there. And regardless if you get this book for a young one, you know, it's something that I think will be applicable to all audiences based upon that underlying theme and that message there. So without further ado, we have Pat here on the line with us. Pat, thank you so much for being a guest with us on People of Distinction. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I am fantastic, Pat. Thank you very much for asking. You know, Pat, listen, I'm sure my audience is sick of hearing me talk by this point. Let's just jump right in. Abbott's Rabbit. Talk to us about the book. Can you give us a brief synopsis? I can. And when they do see the book, the book in the four pages has on one side of an open book, it has a story all about me and about the book. So I am going to just now talk about a couple of the highlights of how I happened to write that book. Yes, please. Uh, I uh, had a childhood filled with wonderful things happening and being outdoors so much of the time. And I'm still that way. I'll always be that way. And always making observations as most children do. It keeps Mm -hmm. them happy, it keeps them busy, and it teaches them about each other, about their relationship with each other, and about the world at large. And so, one day, I said, you know, I think I ought to write a book. And it will be sort of like my life, but not really. And for the people for whom I write it, it may be about their lifetime, too, as children and as they came to know others in their lives. And because I come from uh, a world, as I saw it, filled with words, 
filled with numbers. I love numbers. Uh, animals. I love animals. And uh, knowing what it is to be all by yourself at first when you're a little child. And then about all the wonderful things that happen as you go along. And it plays out like the story of real life. And that's why, even though it's for little children, it's for people who are growing up, people who have grown up, and even people who are growing old. It never changes. And it's a wonderful way to become accustomed and familiar with life itself. And I hope that the reader will always enjoy the book and enjoy life as much as I did and do. And so, here we go, Benji. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that, Pat. Now, talk to us, uh, you know, so obviously, you know, you're 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 pulling this narrative loosely based upon your life. Of course, it's a fictional narrative. So there's a lot of other, you know, things that are intertwined in there, but it's based upon and steeped in that realistic circumstance and those realistic experiences that you, of course, encountered. Talk to our listening audience. I mean, it's such an intriguing title. Abbott's Rabbit. How, well, first and foremost, is that related to specific characters that we meet in the book? And then a follow-up to that is, how did you develop that title creatively? I, uh, somebody had done a favor for me, and his name was Robert. And he told me uh, about a rabbit that he missed very much. Because the rabbit, in his words, was gone. I didn't know what he meant by gone. But it can mean disappeared. It can mean left this life to mm -hmm. go somewhere else. Left this place to go to another place. Could have meant many things. But anyway, I was uh, looking for him one day to ask him to do a little favor for me because he was very good at doing that. And when I finished, I thought, oh, when he told me about his, uh, his experience in life and about this little creature who was gone, I, I left by saying, uh, next time I talk to him, I'm going to say to him, the little creature happened to be a rabbit, Next time I talk with him, I'm going to say, how is Robert's rabbit? And the book then was going to be Robert's rabbit. And when the word got back to Robert that I was going to do that, he got very sensitive and shy about having his name on, a, on the title of a book. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to make him uncomfortable. So I said, I have to change the name. Let me see. What shall I do? Whatever shall I do? I know what I'll do. I'll call it Abbott's Rabbit. Absolutely. And that's how it happened. Beautiful. Wonderful. You know, well, first of all, I mean, that. thank you for sharing uh, uh, that story. And, he, you know, he must have really either Robert directly or the story in which he told you about his rabbit must have really um, landed and, and meant a lot to you. 
it touched me. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful to to see how profound that was that you went and translated this into a, a, a novel this way, into a story this way. So wonderful. Thank you very much, Pat, for sharing. Now, to follow up, now I know you were talking about how the inspiration for this story was developed initially from your own experience and your own growth and development as you, you know, continued on this journey of life and continue on this journey of life. Now, talk to us in terms of inspiration, Pat, were there any particular, aside from the story that Robert told you, of course, and and aside from your own experiences, did you always see yourself as a writer? Is that something that you always wanted to be? Did you have that creative mindset growing up? I um, was such an active person outdoors that I didn't really want to just sit and read. That was too quiet for me. That was lack of activity. So I did not read many things. I I thought about many things. Mm -hmm. I thought so much about, uh, about adventures among small things big things and related them to my emotions when I saw them. I would even lie on my tummy on the grass and look between the blades of grass and imagine settings going on even among the ants, among the smallest of animals. And so I added that, I I made that really the focal point of the way I would talk about things in the remainder of the book, the way I saw little animals and maybe the way they even see each other. And having thought about that, I think the book evolved from there. Wonderful. Yeah. Listen, just to take a quick second before I even give a reflection, guys, again, we're here on the line with Pat Hagen discussing her book, Abbott's rabbit available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. You know, Pat, what was so magnificent and relatable about what you just said, and it's a bit of an embarrassing story, but you know what? Listen, uh, let's relay it, okay? I uh, I am also a, a creative person. I come from a creative background. Of course, we all know my father, Al Cole, uh, you know, a musician, uh, a writer, uh, and just so many other uh, creative feats that he's accomplished. Well, I'm I'm a creative uh, person myself. I'm an artist myself. I'm from you know a different medium. I'm an actor and a filmmaker, but you know I remember hearing you talk about you know your imagination and always wanting to be outdoors and how a lot of times you would just lay on the grass and and create stories based upon you know the ants and the animals in which you would see. I remember. When I was very young, I was probably in junior high, uh, and I had a, I too had a very active imagination. And you know, I remember there were so many times just sitting in class or, you know, being outdoors where I where I wasn't around other people, and I would I always had this thing like I would play with my pen caps, you know, the 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 little the tops to the pen, and I mm-hmm. there were stories that I would create in my mind in terms of you know these were like spaceships and you know there there were these people with superpowers and all of these different stories would manifest itself based upon just again a pen cap and how my imagination would flourish that way so. I I always find it fascinating hearing other artists discuss 
their creative state of mind and how they developed ideas and where that creative inspiration and spark initially uh, began that way. So definitely something that I can relate to uh, on from my end as well. Now, next question that I, I want to go into, Pat, for our listening audience is talk to us about the preparation for the book. Um was there research that you had done in addition to your own experience, in addition to, of course, the story that, that Robert initially told you? How did you prepare this book? Well, it was a progression of thought from the inception through to the end. I didn't really make a plan from one period to the other, from one day to the other. I let it evolve as it grew from the from the very base basic idea of the animals, my being with them, my watching them, my seeing what they did and how they did it and why they did it, and how much they not only loved Abbott, but how they got to know and love each other. Wonderful. And also, uh, when you mentioned uh, your background and your dad's background, I must say, I too grew up as a kind of musician. I started oh, with wow. piano when I was less, less than five years old and loved playing, and I loved to practice. <laughs> and so that's what I did much of the time <laughs> when I wasn't out or in playing with somebody, I was again playing with my thoughts about what the music reminded me of that I played myself. And so that it, that's the way it was. And therefore, as they go on in the book, they're going to even come upon a song. And the song is a song that I wrote myself. I drew all the lines. I drew the G clefs and the bass clefs, the time signature. There's no key signature because it's all in the key of C. And I thought, I think I will even put the uh, scale of notes such that it will be easy to play with the recorder, that handy little instrument that so many people learn to play at school. And... Uh, they will be able to look at the book, look at the words, and relearn or learn for the first time what the notes sound like when you try to sing them, mm -hmm. and then try to sing the words. Wow. And yeah. there's even a, even a sketch there of Abbott sitting at a desk with the recorder in his hands, looking at the book itself. Abbott's Rabbit in the picture and he's playing the song that was to make it all come alive absolutely you know <laughs> well I, I I must admit although my my father tried to you know push me down the road of a musician as well coming from his background it wasn't ever I did take piano lessons for a little while I you know I took guitar lessons for a little bit but it wasn't something that ever really um it, uh, applied to me <laughs> that much but you know I love the fact that you were able to find creative ways again to to really 
put yourself in the book. You know, uh, I, again, it's it's a book that, of course, derives from your experiences and it takes a journey all its own. But you still find little ways and nuances to connect to it, to really put pieces of yourself in the book. And I think that is beautiful and something that really in my experiences, the books that I always lean more towards and are most entertained by are the books that I think are steeped and grounded in some sort of realistic circumstances or come from a realistic background that way. So definitely sounds like a fantastic book. Guys, again, on the line with Pat Hagen, we're finishing up discussing Abbott's Rabbit, again, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Pat, this has been an absolutely wonderful uh, interview thus far. Now, the closing question that I that I would really want us to go out here on Abbott's Rabbit is, of course, filled with a lot of different nuances. It's 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 a it's a journey that these readers will take along with Abbott on the road uh, through the completion of the book. But if there's one underlying message that you really want our audience members here at People of Distinction to know about Abbott's Rabbit. What is what is that message, Pat? Well, the message is, again, and I think I've said this before, at least I, I implied it, that it's about need for each other and finding love in meeting that need, acknowledging that need, and carry it on, carrying it on day after day in the regular course of life. There it is. There it is. I mean, guys, as I go into my closing reflections, I mean, what more can be said? Such a great message behind there. We all, listen, some people need more love than others i i've always been the type of i'm a very you know i i love to 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 be around people i love to be around my friends and families and loved ones and and having that you know being surrounded by people that i care about and that i know care about me is is so profound and so astounding for me and everybody in our human family of course on the scale of uh, of that relation and needing that of course it varies but at the end of the day the one thing that we can all say and we can all admit is we need that acceptance everybody craves it they yearn for that acceptance and it's something that i think is a is a beautiful message again from this from the youngest child to the oldest adult on your life's path on your journey accepting others regardless of differences is such a human trait and it's not is it's not always easy to do. Um, it's not always easy to come by. But at the end of the day, that I think that is something that we all strive for and we all yearn for that way. So, Pat, thank you so much for bringing this book, Abbott's Rabbit, to our People of Distinction table today. This has been an absolutely wonderful interview, and we truly appreciate that um, that message that you brought to our table. Thank you, Benji. I felt like I was talking to. Uh, a new friend, and that's you, and um, that I was I was really enjoying it and bringing my thoughts about life and what went on with my book out in so that we all could hear it. You and I could hear it, and anyone else who listens can hear it also. Thank you. <laughs>